0: Hi,
1: Jeremy. Hi, Raph. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Getting older. Well, it's my birthday weekend, so I'm allowed to just like not. Were you born uh, uh, over the course of two
0: days? Over yeah, that's well. Weekend?
1: Don't you know? Like, it's it's like Pride Month. It's birthday weekend. It's like <laughs> everything is extended. Yeah, yeah but
0: it, it wasn't that your birth started at 11:58 uh, and ended at 12:05 uh, or whatever. The, it, it wasn't easy to determine your birthday. No,
1: I'm I'm well known as like, I was well known as an easy baby to both deliver and then care for because I was so happy. Oh, <laughs> That's of my okay. anyway. So, <laughs> so I didn't take But when, when is
0: your birthday? It. What's your birth date?
1: Uh, July 1st.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't have to congratulate
1: you just yet. Mm-hmm that's true I don't even know what but day since, that is. since people
0: will listen to this on July 2nd uh, happy birthday Jeremy
1: thank you I actually don't know yeah. have, has your birthday happened on air before we should have waited to. Re- we normally we would record tomorrow and it would have been a birthday episode yeah on well it di- was June 6th so we missed the, the opportunity oh no and did I wish you a happy birthday no you didn't <laughs> it's a happy belated birthday that's so insensitive yeah. of me but you didn't really announce it I feel like you really you kept that hidden from me
0: um yeah, why would I announce it? It's I thought the, the Skype would announce it for you. <laughs> you thought that technology would do it.
1: That's yeah, yeah, isn't it
0: when you when you open up Skype, you say, like, "Oh, you haven't spoken to this person. It's their
1: birthday." Well, it's funny because at work we have this um, this bot that like uh, every morning emails the whole company whose birthday it is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, and oh. then I forget about that. And people are like, oh, happy birthday. It's like, oh, how did you know? It's, <laughs> 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 I've,
0: I've spoken to people with companies, and as soon as your company grows to a point where you're signing a birthday card for someone you don't really know, that's like a, a growth moment. It's a weird. Mm. It's like, because yeah, you start out with two like or three anymore. people, and it's a big deal if there's a birthday. Yeah. And at some point, it's like, oh, Andrew. Who's Andrew again? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, guess happy birthday.
1: Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, when you get to three hundred people, um, definitely there are still birthday cards, but just for teams. Uh, sometimes something will cross your desk and you're not sure who it's for or who's leaving. But
0: I'm surprised you guys don't write bots that send a birthday email and that the people then write a bot to say thank you and then it's all automated. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> that's like, how I would imagine a, an accounting software firm.
1: Well, it's funny because optimized. I do think there's a fantasy that that in the future with. You know, augmented reality and stuff like uh, when we have a camera on our face it's always going to be watching what's coming or going and reminding us what's happening like who's in front of you like you know where they went to school when their birthday is that kind of thing but you're right like in that world wouldn't all of like wouldn't the next request be like well can't you just respond for me like automatically send a thank you gift when i see this person or something like that (laughs) um uh, a friend of mine built an app uh someone i used to work with called revere they like It's just an app to keep track of your friends and what they've done. Um, Like how you know them, like when their birthday is, little quirks and things like that. And I'm not sure, like I feel like this is, I mean this is not one of our topics. I think that goes back to our business cards episode. Does it? It does go back to that, doesn't
0: it? It's kind of like, do you uh, share your information publicly and even if it changes and your address because you want people to send you a gift card, a, a birthday
1: card? But then any marketeer can open it up and send you crap. And, uh. Well what I kinda like about it is it like it, it, it's this fringe or this line between <clears throat> automation and the authentic. And we're all it seems like more than ever in this life we're straddling this line between, you know, the the like software automation and the search for the authentic. And when the two combine it creates the most like uncomfortable moments. Like a kind of an <laughs> uncanny valley it, it of also, emotion.
0: Yeah. It also starts to reveal that certain rituals are, are pretty empty. <laughs> <laughs> you would see it like, that way, like signing a birthday card for a coworker because it's a physical card. It feels more genuine than if it's a, if it's a bot. But you don't know the person either way, and it's
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Like I feel that way when I use um, the automatic replies on email, uh, which I do yeah, now. Yeah, Gmail's quite pretty good at that. Huh? <clears throat> yeah, I'm like, well, this is. Close enough to something I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, I don't have time Sounds but, good. Smelly later. <laughs> <laughs> and you you know, like, have you ever heard about CEO, uh, like, emailing, like, a CEO? No. It's like one, you know, like, one line or one word replies to emails. <laughs> Be- oh, because okay. The, I do that. And the reason it exists, yeah. I think, is because there's, um, like, it's well, dot, you know, kind of accepted among CEOs that you have to respond to every message but um it the quality of the message doesn't matter you just have to yeah but that's (laughs) it's true
0: like if you think of the old times you would have a letterhead and a handwritten letter and uh, you take the time to reply and now i think it's more personal to just reply reply really quickly and intuitively and say like yeah sounds good see ya or not even see ya and it's okay Uh, just like a tweet length reply is fine and is actually more polite yeah. Because you're not bothering the person with the, on the day twenty sixth, this letter was written, with dear concern for your well being and like all that. It, it's, I, yeah, my
1: father still. writes Those things were were
0: polite, but they're actually a burden now because you get so much email.
1: Actually, I do want to talk about this. I know I, we don't we don't really plan for this podcast, people. Let's so this do an is episode a, about email. Yeah, I want to do it because here's the thing. Like, um, I I was i I was going to send a, an email out to my whole company on. On Thursday, and then I decided, oh no, I better wait till Tuesday because no one reads email late on a Thursday or at all on a Friday. <laughs> like this actually like w- crossed my mind. And then there was feedback on the email like I, that I sent to my my team that it was it was I was like I think it's too long. They're like maybe it's too long. But then I've been experimenting, and at work when I send a really long email if I create like a lot of story behind it, it gets way more response than like, it's almost like there's a gravitas in its length. Like it's like a medium article or something like that. And if I send a short email, no one ever reads it and they don't think it's important.
0: Hmm. I I, I think uh, there's a big difference between uh, email in a bigger structure like yours Mm -hmm. and and one-to-one email between uh, let's say me and the gallery and we're, we're in touch and that's almost like chat. So it's like, oh, did you look at those works? Uh, I think we should uh, check on the photography of this. And they just reply immediately. It's very different than when it's an email to 300 people. Well,
1: that would be like what I would call like a transactional email. It's like almost like trying to substitute for conversation. Like, got it? Yep. Okay. See it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And And then then it it
0: seems with all my communication, uh, my professional communication and even personal, if it requires a lot of text, it's usually just more efficient to do voice. So if if we're discussing a project, uh, let's say right now I, I got an offer for something to create, a, to pitch for a public work, like a, a big LED display on a building. Mm-hmm. So the first email is a long one where they have a PDF and uh, I read that. And then I say, okay, sounds good. Let's Skype sometime. I, I'll immediately, because after that, there's so much nuance. Oh, yeah. In the communication I, I, that yeah, good point.
1: I, okay, so wait a second. I hate it when there's an email with a PDF that I have to refer to. Because now I'm juggling the browser window and the PDF preview window. And I'm like... Life is hard, you No, know, yeah. I'm like clicking around. Maybe the, P- the pre- PDF preview is in the browser and I have to switch between tabs. It's it's exhausting.
0: <laughs> yeah, life's tough, I know. All right, but I like what but, you're
1: saying, which is when you get into that exhausting moment, you're like, let's do a Skype call. And I feel like that happens more among artists working than... oh, well, I don't know if that's true, because I use a lot of Zoom. I do a lot of Zoom calls at work, and so... The de facto, yeah. if it's...
0: But you also said that you get so many notifications that at some point it's more efficient to just walk to, up to someone.
1: Yeah, well, so, I, uh, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. That's, like, you know, probably my good point, <laughs> I guess. is like, <laughs> if possible, I will always walk up to the person because I get so much more done. In fact, what's very... Co- and what about the argument that in
0: email the conversation is archived and that that is important at a later stage?
1: Yeah, th- that's only important um, for certain types of... Uh, issue like something that might be related to hiring or firing a person or well, what
0: about if you're if you're debugging software and you want things to be noted down.
1: Well you do you do that after the conversation. No, I mean there's like software for that, like Jira or GitHub and stuff like that for yeah. uh uh Redmine, different bug tracking tools, um Zendesk for support tickets. Like tickets are, okay. that's a whole like it's a whole area of software. But what I was gonna okay. say is like Um, There's this common uh, tactic they teach managers uh, and Donald Rumsfeld, I think, or I can't remember which general was like famous for this, but it's like a a management technique called like the walk around. Have you ever heard about this? No. no. (laughs) So like rather than like check in with people over email or call or whatever, it's like what you're supposed to do is just walk around. And you don't walk up to like, their like desk. A,
0: like a waiter in a restaurant.
1: Yeah, but you're not walking around to their desk. You're just walking around common areas, hoping to bump into someone. And then this casual encounter, you transform into like you know just like a, a moment where you might exchange like, oh, did you get that thing? Or, oh, how's it going? And it allows you to like... But
0: that, that still implies that everyone is in the same physical location.
1: I know. I don't know how, if there are any listeners that are working on large telepresent teams, how they do walk-arounds. I've heard of this, if you're interested, like... I think maybe something like Turntable FM, and people are just DJing, and that would be interesting. I've heard about people doing like um, like a tunnel, like a video tunnel, so that um, you know, at at a water cooler or something, there's a screen that shows the other offices' water cooler. But that wouldn't work for individuals in their offices. My brother works that way. No, I mean, uh, you you uh, pulled up articles showing uh, the growth of Toronto and the
0: cost of living there. Yeah. That's a clear indicator that people have to be together physically uh, to work well. Right. right that's right, just that, that's the I think every city in the world is is dealing with uh, faster than expected growth. I think that's safe to say. I think uh, Yeah, that is all, all, Don't you have that yeah. when you travel and people in Hamburg or in Amsterdam or in Copenhagen and everybody's like Oh there's too many tourists and there's too many people and the apartments are getting expensive and Yeah and but uh, that that's ironic and that, that with the that's rise that's of the maybe internet. maybe the irony of of the telecommunication is just inadequate.
1: Mhm. Yeah, well I always say that cuz like I'll be on a conference call We're drifting away from email but I think these are all the alternatives to email and, like yesterday I, I was even on just like a Zoom call which is like a common um it's like Skype for business. And yeah, like
0: yeah. it's like more expensive and more buggy
1: so it used to be like you're on a conference call and it's like you have to yell into the thing but now it's even worse with laptops because you have different mics like it's not clear where the microphone is and so (laughs) in this meeting i'm like they're passing around the laptop like (laughs) it's a hot potato (laughs) oh i didn't hear you and like i now get so frustrated because this happens regularly that i it's a bit of a trigger
0: going to be better
1: uh, no, well, the problem will still be microphones. Everyone talks about that, like, generally. I thought right? like FaceTime, the,
0: like, that they had some cool AI machine learning thing where it understands who's uh, should be emphasized.
1: Oh, but I'm just thinking, like, in any one room, if you have a room of people, omnidirectional mics have not been figured out. Yeah. Like, in our, okay. in our group, we have some rooms where we actually have microphones, like an octopus of microphones that, like, tethers out all over the room. Then we have wireless mics in different places and... It seems like they just can't figure this out. Even I've noticed, like, though the Alexa is supposed to be incredible, um, it doesn't hear me, like, one out of two times um, mm. if I'm speaking quickly or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. but so that makes email actually a very reliable <laughs> alternative.
0: Well, I, I, I've always loved email from the start. Like it, it, maybe we can go back a little bit to the beginnings for you of email. But, uh,
1: In the beginning? Did
0: you start with a Hotmail account, or what did you start with?
1: I started with my own domain <laughs> Wow, <laughs> because I wanted my own website because I was running a business. Um, and, and this was when? This is when I was 17, I think, prior like, to that. 96 I'm, or something? No, like 97. But I'm just trying it's to think. It's pretty early to have a domain name. I'm trying to think if I... Uh, had anything before oh yeah i've been making websites websites just like you since i was like 15 or 16 but like i'm trying to think if i had a like a hotmail for a brief period or a yahoo or something yeah link i i, mi- I might have i hated hotmail as a concept i remember thinking but i think i had one for like a moment i never shared it for the longest time i've had jeremy at jeremybailey.net and before that it was like uh, Jeremy at sblcommunications.com, which was my parents' company. <laughs> so uh, and
0: so, and did you ever have a, an email tied to your ISP?
1: To my uh, yes, I did. That's a really good point. I had like a simpatico, but that was like the family email address. It was like
0: uh, yeah, because in the beginning, people had an inbox, inbox for anyone who was in that house. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, what did you have though?
0: I started with I started with Hotmail. I was pretty late. I think I didn't see the point, because um, you, you would just call people. But uh, then email arrived. I'm just trying to think of what email who I started emailing, because I had a Hotmail. It doesn't matter what what provider you were with. Mm. My Hotmail at the time was Raphael Mad Dog at Hotmail.com, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that would be a great. Uh, that's email ridiculous. Handle. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> a, f- a few weeks later it was. I, I switched to Raphael Rosendahl. but. Um, and then you realize, like, oh, this email handle is is really... At first, you, you, it doesn't matter, but then you're like, oh, this email handle might be really important for 20
1: years. I don't want to... Yeah, that's uh, the problem I'm living with right now. I mean, my, my Gmail, which I I signed up for, like... It must have been almost. Ah, yeah, it's Bailey Orama. Yeah, like I was, that, I was like Bailey, Jerry Bailey. Ugh, there's nothing here. I just want to try this Gmail thing. What are they suggesting? Oh, Bailey Orama. Okay, that's fine. And I, like, <laughs> I have can, to apologize. In can every, you spell that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, just like why people laugh at it every time I share it. I'm like, oh my god, so unprofessional. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, trying to remember what, how email but I, I do remember that with all the early net artists and people around it and before social networks that was the social network it, it would be the combination of the homepage and the email so the homepage kind of introduced the person and you'd be like oh I like what they're about and then you st- Start emailing. It's like, hey, I saw your homepage. It's interesting. And,
1: uh, yeah, but I think one thing that we're not talking about is like how little has changed about uh, the the little the communication um, technologies that we use. Like back then, I used ICQ very commonly. So it would be like email, ICQ, and face to face conversations. And then like pretty soon after Skype, so I was doing video calling. I was doing uh, like texts, uh, like. Uh, instant message short text chat yeah and i was doing email and i was and obviously i was doing face to face too well it,
0: it's like they invented <coughs> the knife a long time ago and it's a good technology you don't have to be like well, we're going to make a seven blade knife or whatever yeah. a knife is a knife and you can have a better knife or a, a crappy knife but it's basically the same technology and like, But like maybe uh, chat is the same it's like a command line interface between two people what's
1: incredible to me though is are we going to be talking in 10 years and it's like you know it's instead of slack which is like the latest you know one or telegram it's going to be like you know jaw or something i don't know what it, that's a terrible name don't use yeah. that. <laughs> like and and like and maybe it has one extra feature like you can draw inside the chat by the way i think that's a great idea i don't know why they have it but they don't have that but um i'm talking like Well,
0: i'm, I'm always in favor of lightweight so it, i think uh, just keeping it lightweight is nice yeah
1: yeah but uh, all i'm saying is we seem to jump from uh, new app to new app but in crazy numbers <clears throat> we like leave the last one behind for the new one that's exactly the same you know <laughs> yeah
0: well it's also funny that uh, but email is like email is one of yeah. the few open source things that's uh, we still because if everyone switches to wechat or everyone switches to line or everyone switches to and then that company makes some changes on the interface, which you don't like. At least with email, you can switch clients.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, email with artists, and, and you're
0: and you're yeah. not and you're not upholding to uh, whether the other person is with your club or not.
1: Can you really switch clients? Though so I feel like at this point, if you're not using Gmail, you're like waiting too long for but your email. But you can.
0: Email. I use Gmail in the uh, Mac Mail client. You can use Gmail in any client.
1: Hmm. I see. And so you I'm just do that? saying
0: email itself is an open protocol, so it's, <clears> it's, it's, it's very different from Facebook Messenger, which you can only use in Facebook.
1: Right, 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 right. Okay, yes, very true. Um, though it seems like Google at some point just came along and was like, we've got this, <laughs> like in terms of email. Yeah,
0: I, I, I had my domain email, and um, sometimes emails just wouldn't arrive, and yeah. there was more spam, and then I ported it through Gmail, but still my domain. I was still mm-hmm. like, this is my domain. I got to hold on to it. Yeah. And at some point, I just gave up, and it's like, well, Gmail just works really well. Yeah,
1: Gmail is like FedEx, and your re- regular email is like the post office, and it's like, it, you can't tolerate like an inconsistency of it. Of it well, not the only
0: difference out. is that the the USPS is about ten times cheaper, but in with Gmail, there's not even a cost difference. Oh, there's it's a cost. It's actually the, cheaper.
1: There is a cost, sir. <laughs> Privacy. <laughs> the, the cost is our social fabric. Um, yeah, yeah. It, like I, there is a cost associated. There's nothing that's free about it. I mean, they're selling your data. They're advertising to you. Well, I use, on
0: I don't know. I use ad blocks. So I don't see the ads and I, I use, but I guess they scan my email and then learn about humanity mm-hmm. and they use benefit that. from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, you can opt out of Gmail, but if you email someone who has Gmail, you're they're also scanning your, your,
1: uh,
0: your dialogue, and your what's,
1: conversation. What's funny about uh, Gmail, I mean, this is kind of, a, you know, maybe everyone knows the story, is it was built out of um, 20% time at Google, which is to say it was just an experiment that people um, used during their spare time. Like, they played with, you know, the concepts in their spare time, and they came up with Gmail.
0: Yeah, um, I remember it being... Uh, I distinctly remember I was living in LA and I had a Hotmail account and I think it was the, the inbox size was 2 megabytes so you were constantly saving attachments to your computer and then deleting things from your inbox really? And, I re- it, was it that small? and otherwise you, you couldn't receive mail Cause they were, I think for a while it was 2 megabytes and maybe at the time of Gmail it was 50 megabytes but you were definitely you couldn't archive oh anything.
1: yeah but when Gmail came along they blew all of the attachment yeah. numbers up so
0: someone told me hey I have an invite for Gmail and you get a whole gigabyte. Yeah. You'll never have to delete anything. Yeah, And then, uh, yeah, no way. The, I think they launched it on April 1st mm-hmm. and everybody thought it was a joke. It's like, there's no way you can get a, te- a, a gigabyte for free. And it turned out to be true and uh, the rest is history. It's just this simple offering but I think Microsoft knew like a gigabyte doesn't cost them anything. It's just stingy. No. And then Gmail just took over. If... if, if um, Hotmail and Yahoo had offered a gigabyte at the same
1: time. No one would have switched. You think, like what? And what could? Why couldn't they do that? I've always, I've always wondered. I mean, maybe they. I just think simple. it's
0: too many managers.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, here's the thing. I use, I pay for data on my uh, Google. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I hit Gmail. the limit
0: as well. Well, it, it, email is so sticky. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind switching from Flickr to another thing. I don't care, and, but email is like, oh, there's all this stuff. And even with legal issues or immigration, if you have to find, like, oh, I have to prove that I was there at that point, like, yeah. it really becomes the, your... At least for me, it's the archive of everything.
1: Yeah. So I'm currently using uh, 25.66 gigabytes of my 100 gigabytes of <laughs> oh, Let me see analysis. where I'm at. I'm surprised it's that small, because I never delete anything.
0: Yeah, same. Um... I'm using 25 gigs. It's 90% of the 127 gigs I oh, have. Oh, you have
1: 127. <laughs> yeah, I think I
0: paid for 100 and I had 27 for some I don't know,
1: some kind of free reason. You're ce- yeah, celebrity 27. Some, some kind
0: of like I signed up other people and then I got something. Uh, like okay.
1: That. But it's funny that we're actually near the same amount. We're near the same age and we have nearly the same amount of email storage. It's like almost like this archive. But your
0: work email is separate.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be a disaster to include in here as well. Um, yeah, my work email is on Outlook 365, which sucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> is it bad? Yeah. Yeah, like Why? you can't have two tabs open or it gets like it gets confused. Like you can't have two.
0: Win- oh, you, you're asking too much. Of the it's like, oh. oh
1: my God, he wants <laughs> to have email in two tabs. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Microsoft. People have hundreds of tabs. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, for
0: example, switching is... And I think that was one of the powerful decisions why Gmail was such a good move for Google because switching search engines is rather painless mm-hmm. uh, if the other search engine is better. I've tried switching to DuckDuckGo because it's more privacy-oriented. Kristen but, uses.
1: That's what Kristen uses. That's what all school, yeah. school teachers use, That.
0: But what it doesn't have is the integration with your inbox. So on now if I search on Google my flight... Because it, received oh. an email before with my flight details, it'll know, and then yeah. I'll see, and it's connected to my Uber, and then it's like, okay, I'll take a car, and then you have to leave at this time. and so. Mm-hmm. But switching search, if, if Google had been purist and said, no, we're just going to focus on search and do the best job we can, um, I think it, I'm just saying search is not sticky. Yeah. So I think email is the stickiest of all.
1: But let's go back to email behavior because like, I mean I'm not an inbox zero person. I'm looking here I have 25,630 I am, un- un- unread emails. You are yeah. an inbox zero person? Like what is your mm-hmm. behavior? How do you how do you like organize your email? What do you do?
0: Well, if I've replied to it and uh, the conversation's closed, then I just uh, hit the archive button and it sends it to the archive. So in the morning there will be three or four emails. Some are short and some are longer and then I, I try to I try to answer email within 10 minutes or
1: something. Yeah. that's. I mean, so that's a very... Unless
0: it's a a more complicated question. So usually for me, my mantra is if I'm opening it and I can reply to it immediately, then I don't have to open it again. So Mm. it's less
1: work. So I only, I I would do the opposite of what you do. I I explicitly refuse to answer email unless I'm in a batch uh, mode for email. Um, so answering a single email to me would be considered like the most inefficient thing you could do yeah. and a disgusting yeah. waste of time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's just because like, that's the, that's what I ascribe to. And in fact, if possible, I, w- I would rather like even just text a person back if I see they sent me an email or if I see them at work, I'll be like, Oh, I saw you sent me an email, but I won't read the email. Now that sounds horrible. <laughs> But it's no, just like the way of the world. Yeah, it, it, there's too many messages from everywhere. I, I know I've talked about this before. I have to do batching, and I have to think about ways that I. Otherwise, I'd just be emailing all day, and it would be yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. would be, and it's not that I'm super popular. It's just that there's like all kinds of random stuff coming through, and I, I think a lot of people that are inbox zero that's a coping mechanism actually, just to feel calm that they're not overwhelmed by messages. Uh, for me, yeah, like, I think
0: I just don't get that many emails, so it's just a very well, different. The,
1: uh, I just want to talk about one feature that like changed my life. Like there are two actually, I and I I'm a in, uh, Google Inbox user, not a Gmail user, um, I should say. Um, and the Gmail redesign only comes you just came me. out. Yeah, I just came. inbox user, <laughs> which apparently is controversial, but one thing that uh gmail has that was like a breakthrough feature that's way better in inbox was this like they would flag your important messages um another thing that inbox had that now gmail just had just kind of started getting is if you if you have if you received a message like three days ago and you haven't responded and it it knows it's important thinks it's important it'll remind you hey you haven't even read this thing do you want to reply to it and this, by far, like solves all of my junk email problems. Like my. So the
0: AI is pretty
1: good. Well, that's why I'm just the point I'm trying to make uh, for all you Inbox Zero listeners is Inbox Zero was your non-automatic way of of dealing with inbox overflow. They've solved it. They've solved it. It's solved. Um, so you can stop your inbox just zero like spam- nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Just
0: like spam is kind of solved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now you know. You just sit there. You wait, and then it tells you, "Hey, shouldn't you have responded is- to this message?"
0: <laughs> yeah, it is interesting with the the idea when uh, when privacy is in the way of progress. Yeah. So if you think of the problem of junk mail, um, of course, if the same message is received by a hundred people and those out of those hundred people thirty flag it as junk mail, then the system knows it's junk mail. But in order to do that, you have to give up some
1: privacy. That's right. It, I and mean, so yeah, it's they, getting better. When, when
0: you think of when you think of email as an an open standard, open standards have the problem, uh, I guess not just open standard, but there's always the problem of unwanted messages, mm-hmm. and the, the community benefits from sharing that information, but you're making, but You give up yeah. privacy, and, and the same with this alert of like, this is an important message, uh, if it turns out it's prompting a lot of people with a similar kind of message and people respond positively, they're actually replying, then the system learns.
1: Yeah, you're and you're making it, but you are making a pretty good point, which is that if the system learns incorrectly, just like with spam, you can get into this fantastic social scenario where it's like, "Did you get my email? What email?" <laughs> and <then> It's like, <laughs> "What well, did you check your spam?" It's like, "No, I didn't check my spam. <laughs> like, I'm not in the <laughs> habit that, of checking yeah. my spam. That's like not the email That's that the I want to see." Yeah. yeah. And then I remember I wasn't getting emails for a while and I checked my spam and there were like tons of like really important messages in my spam. The, and i was like oh missed exhibition opportunity oh well you know like i guess yeah, that, yeah, yeah. gmail but I,
0: I feel like if people really want to have you in an exhibition they'll reach out to you through someone else and they'll find you
1: that's true like when i have a an issue where i you know it's like someone e- messaged me on facebook about an exhibition and then i missed that opportunity i'm never too bothered about it i'm like there
0: was that story of that um harmony Kareen made that a movie with the teenage girls and the the sort of riffraff character oh, yeah. by yeah. James Franco, mm-hmm. and that he actually wanted Riff Raff the rapper in the movie, and he had emailed him, but he didn't check his email ever, <laughs> and then they just got James Franco instead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love that story. <laughs> yeah, that's a very but contemporary story because you would. It, I mean, if you got mail, I guess you might not go back to your home. I'm just thinking about like before email, there was mail, right? And would yeah, would he open phone, his mail? Probably.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like between all the bills, and uh, I don't feel like that today.
1: (laughs) But it all—it all comes down to like being in having contact with people. There's almost like a a ladder of like value and importance. But like the most valuable thing, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, and it's so obvious. Obviously, is being face to face with someone else. Now is like. But that's
0: that. That gets tricky when systems get automated, and you have things like. Your bank or maybe your will or your uh, mm-hmm. retirement savings, and they're all tied to the authentication is usually email mm-hmm. so it when you talk about email being sticky it's it's really um it's the vault to your whole life
1: mm. yeah yeah and
0: it's it's funny way because protocols start at a certain point and nobody anticipates like oh your life savings will be connected to this
1: yeah it is weird it's almost like this uh, it is like the, the, the safe or the vault or the genome of everything but it, I yeah. mean, it doesn't have an understanding of your your real time conversations And I, I mean it did when here's actually an interesting thread which is like gchat was fine and I was using it all the time like the chat mm-hmm. thing built into email and the fact that they combined email with chat brilliant then like Google came along and they're like hey forget about that We've got this worst thing over here <laughs> called Hangouts. It's really confusing. <laughs> it lives in your menu bar. Oh, no, Gchat
0: was so good. <laughs> I remember it, it, you're just using your email and sometimes a message pops up, you ignore it, sometimes you just start a chat and um, it just the chat protocol just feels natural next to email. It's just like Yeah, cuz I could it's follow like up you, with you have someone. a big boat and then you have a
1: little uh, boat to get to the shore, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? a, No, you're right. And it's the only I don't and it's still there I'm looking at it right now it's there on the side but I, I, no one ever uses it in fact I used to have so many requests for g chats in the past that I put a bot on my g chat to pretend to be me <clears throat> just for fun to see what would happen and it would respond to people yeah. and have interactions and I'd go check in on oh what conversations did it have today um and but I I've had zero requests in like I don't know how long and it seems to be that it's also connected to Hangouts, which is a dying product as well. I don't. Yeah. I just don't. But you understand could you anything.
0: could argue that Gmail is a social network. It's not really just
1: email. Well, I think what happened is that they stumbled upon. Uh, yeah, exactly. They stumbled upon this like perfect formula, and then they've done their best over the last ten years to mess it up. But, um, but we still but use it, the it, email.
0: If you, for example, if you use Apple Mail, and then Messages is very separated from that, even though it's the same uh, Apple ID.
1: Uh, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it is. I like mean, Apple mes-
0: is, is really in, in its own realm.
1: But you're bringing up a great point, which is that like, yeah, there was Gchat and Gmail. And then Apple came along and, and somehow made messages like <clears throat> the standard, like communication. Well, uh, Among your ma- privilege, bubble. I think it's almost like if they had it on Android, it would be the most uh, popular app. I mean, like, because what, what do people use on Android? Like, WhatsApp? no, but I think WhatsApp's you're authentic. speaking
0: from a bubble now because it, it, all of Europe is on WhatsApp and all of China is on WeChat and uh, yeah, yeah, it, this this iMessage thing is very North America. Okay, so in North America, even though,
1: South America is all WhatsApp. But that's a small like like let's just think of, like <laughs> it's, it's a
0: small continent.
1: <laughs> no, but like in America, okay, but that's still big. In America, there's like there's like a dominant. Chat platform that's built that only works on a certain piece of hardware.
0: You're so privileged. There's a a heat map of New York, yeah, and you can see uh, all the operating systems of mobile phones. And so, all of Manhattan is uh, iPhone, yeah, except the financial district. A lot of people are still on Blackberry, (laughs) and then the further you go to Brooklyn or the Bronx, it's all Android
1: because Blackberry came out with a new phone this week. They don't even make the phone anymore, it's like made by (laughs) another company. Yeah, TCL. but the
0: financial people they still like the BlackBerry. But but,
1: but you can tie my point is yeah.
0: you saying that iMessage is the dominant chat form in in North America is just because you hang out in an office with uh, Mac developers. <laughs> if you go on the subway in New York, you mostly see Android phones.
1: Yeah, no, I know that Androids the by far dominant platform. I know the numbers. I'm just saying, like as a single platform for exchanging messages, like iMessage is surprisingly. Um, surprisingly popular
0: yeah yeah but and, and what's funny is that now email really feels like work and, and chat is uh, if you want to reach people you, oh yeah that's a good point so you're making yeah, a great get- point
1: and I just mentioned Blackberry which is like a lot of people their entire work day is spent inside of email like that is work for and remember when Blackberry mm. was popular, People would talk about how they did all their work on their BlackBerry. Now they weren't. doing Did you like, have a BlackBerry? Well, no one was writing like word documents or doing spreadsheets. They were all using email on a BlackBerry. I know. I did. You, I did, did have, you have one? I did have one because they were a client, but I, I didn't. I only used it for like a month or two. How was it? It's terrible. It's a terrible device. I mean, I never it, really got it. Um, it's this funny
0: world where the most expensive software, the, the corporate software, like that uh, uh, conversation. Uh, why is my head? the the conference call tool you use zoom yeah it's it's the the more expensive option and it actually doesn't work as well so the the consumer level software usually is better than the enterprise i software. mean
1: zoom is far superior to skype and if you want oh, yeah. if you want to do a comparison like skype's like a pile of garbage always has been because, but it's because of the underlying technology right it's like peer to peer so it can oh, be free I see. But Zoom is not peer to peer. It's okay, like, yeah, it's I don't know what protocol. So it uses. it's just more reliable. It's way more reliable. It's higher quality. The problem is mostly with like hardware. You know, it's like the microphones, the video. Sometimes, at, like the UX is not quite right. Like, yeah, okay. I could go into some really fine details that are gonna bore our audience about. Well, please how, do. It. <laughs> like in a lot of offices now, just to put a, something on the screen, like to project something. You have to like, um, you actually have to share your screen to Zoom and also share your image because so that telepresent workers can all collaborate. But this performance of struggling to like, what's your Zoom ID? Like you have to use a, an ID code and like maybe the meeting room is the ID and like you're juggling a laptop and the room Zoom. So it's like, <laughs> it's like a
0: third of the time of the meeting is yeah, setting it up.
1: There's like a remote camera that you're like you know joy using a joystick to move around. anyway like there's all kind it's never quite standard I, and actually the, this is kind of related to email and that it's so even though that's a standard in business and it emerged very quickly um it's still got so many little ux niggles like so many different ways to do things that it's very confusing for people every time uh i've mm. wasted like hundreds of hours this year alone setting up zoom calls but uh
0: yeah, it, it's funny because I read all the tech blogs and stuff, and people always write about how much they hate email. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really love email. I always loved it. It's like you don't. There's not. It's very efficient, and for me at least, I don't know. But for a lot of people, they get way too much and too long. And uh, did you? Yeah.
1: Uh, are you on the new Gmail uh, design, like the redesign?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so you're not. But like I a use purist. it in my client. You're not a purist. Oh, you don't what use it. Do you, you don't use it a browser tab. No. So you don't really like Gmail. You just like the underlying technology of email.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I like the the archiving in the cloud, and I like the spam filtering. It is good. Uh,
1: you're like half of a, a Gmail user. Then I think, like you yeah, have Yeah, I'm
0: not. I'm not fully in the email plus world. I I like just. Reply, that's it. Okay. Because a friend of mine... I don't sta- do snooze, for example. A
1: friend of mine started a company a few years ago the called...
0: priority inbox or that kind of stuff.
1: Co- uh, like a friend of mine started a, uh, a company a few years ago that I think would be interesting for us to discuss, which is like...
0: A friend of mine started a little company called little, Facebook.
1: little company called... little company called... Yeah. Competitor to, to Google. No. Uh, he started a company called Mixmax. It's actually a very small company. And their... But their idea was, and is, and it's kind of interesting, um, is that email... We should have continued developing the technology, right? Like, And Google yeah, kind I of has. Agree. I No, but I talked about a few of the things that Google did, right? Like it added, and I like that you don't agree. We'll get to you in a second. But like, you know, the important messages, the, the like being able to auto-reply... They're like, oh, you missed this message. Are you sure you don't want to respond? All that stuff. Those are new things, but MixMax takes that even further. And it's like, you can. It reads your calendar, so you can schedule appointments right in the email. You can do like a poll. Is that
0: the one where it, it sends you options for an appointment? And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It looks for openings in your calendar.
1: Yeah, all that stuff. You can like, yeah. you know, you can Im- you can do embeds and stuff like that. Um, so like. It it like just adds all this stuff that you get in modern chat clients, which continue to evolve and add functionality, but email has refused to do that, right? Like, or most email clients have refused.
0: Well, you know? it's a, it, that's the whole thing with an open standard that. Uh, uh it would take the whole world to agree on the next
1: features. You are making a good point. It's a little bit like when Microsoft was like inventing its own web standards. And if you were a web developer, you're like, no, it's not compatible with IE10 because it uses a proprietary yeah. video plugin or something. Um, exactly. Yeah, so it's a bit like that. Um, but now Google is kind of doing that where uh, their products just work better in Chrome. Yeah, absolutely. But this is the thing when I said you're not a Gmail purist. It's like... It, you, you know, you're actually an email purist. Gmail itself is actually a UX. It's a product. It's a experience yeah, in the browser. But it's
0: it's also a delivery. Like um, my domain email just sometimes wouldn't appear, and I wouldn't receive certain messages. And I never had that problem with Gmail. So the the actual delivery of the pure message is just better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So you would you would be fine if it was just plain text sent to your BlackBerry device. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and yeah I, I, yeah yeah for sure i, I if, if email was plain text i do like attachments but uh, plain text would be fine yeah. yeah because
1: attachments is an innovation i mean don't right? you think
0: ascii art is beautiful and just like that you have this limitation and if you want to emphasize something you put something around the word there's no bold tag or anything
1: here's the thing about attachments though for a second because yeah i believe that like the pure text is beautiful um and in fact uh, when I get like HTML emails, I'm always like, what is this? Is this a real email? Some kind of like, <laughs> I'm suspicious of like HTML. Yeah, email. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: And now I think in, in dark mode on the new Mac OS, a plain text email will be in dark mode, but an HTML email will all of a sudden
1: like blind like your eyes
0: because it's in white.
1: <laughs> you would think about that. But I think like attachments are interesting because um, A, I was saying earlier that they're annoying, but b Attachments are actually kind of out of date. Most people would prefer like a link to a sharing service, right? Whether That's it's true. Drive or yeah, Dropbox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because then they can archive the file. That It's in their file. It's Although kind
0: of, at the same time, I've, re, I've really been in court cases uh, or almost court cases with, with companies infringed on my uh, copyright. Oh, really? And then it's really good to have attachments in the inbox that everything is there. That's why I like Gmail, that it's all there. Oh, because you're yeah. alluding
1: to the fact that email is actually one of the few legal electronic transcripts, right? Like yeah,
0: how- and that's, an, that's a good point. Like, We always struggle to yes, find call. digital authentication. Sorry I never compliment you on your good points, because <laughs> you make many. I, I don't know when you started doing this. That's a good point. I, I, we never agreed on that, that you <laughs> introduced that feature. All right, uh, all right. I like all your points. But the point being, I've been in cases where I had to prove, like, when did you make this work? and then i can pull up all the documentation where i'm talking to my programmer and say like uh or registered the domain but even the process starts before registering the domain mm-hmm. so the fact that it's all there with attachments uh and like i can show like oh i sketched the i i sent a sketch to my programmer and i i have a sent message so i can prove it, the, the image was created at that moment mm-hmm. and if that would be in a download service and then i later i switch to another download service
1: um those expire yeah yeah no it makes a lot of sense yeah the- it, it's
0: a, the the first reason i left facebook uh, was because people would send me long work-related messages that needed a, a careful reply and it doesn't have any features of archiving or labeling so you just have one chat uh, window full of messages and so you're not sure if you replied or not and i was like Please send this to my email. And then people don't. And they thought the only way out was to close Facebook.
1: Yeah. I mean, also that Facebook Messenger window is so tiny. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard <laughs> well, it's, to it's it's, it's, it's to made
0: through. to make you feel like you're missing out all the time, so you have to check it all the time.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I really dislike don't you think? it. I, I know. I hate Facebook yeah. Messenger as well. And
0: now Instagram Messenger, like people take that very seriously and it's like why didn't you reply to my Instagram message because like, it's a stupid thing <laughs> because it's Just like the me.
1: notifications are hidden behind like a certain screen I mean it's hard to know I, anyway I um, that's one where it's interesting too because certain people don't have permission to send you messages and then they're in this like this is on Facebook as well, where it's in this hidden box of like requesting oh, yeah. permission. And
0: then once a year you go there and you're like, oh, damn.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like the spam <laughs> folder that I was talking about uh, earlier. But but imma-
0: imagine seems. physically if you had all these different mailboxes in different parts of the house and somewhere like f- four blocks away, you had to walk there once a week.
1: No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like,
0: why wouldn't you have one place for your messages?
1: It's surprising that a co- Wait a second. That sounds like. <laughs> Like that should be a product. like the way the way we just did that pitch sounded like a a pitch for a startup. It's like, why can't there just be one place <laughs> <to go laughs> yeah. for all your messages? You wouldn't go to the kitchen to check your phone, I mean, you know, like whatever to like to yeah, check, like imagine
0: to imagine your your Instagram was in the living room <laughs> on the TV, yeah, and uh, I mean, it's
1: crazy, yeah, yeah, anyway, I mean, I don't know uh, if there is a product like that out there. Maybe there is. Maybe that was just like, it would be impossible with so many proprietary standards now.
0: No, I mean, the whole business model is to keep you away from the competitor.
1: Well, I feel like um, Google, wait, I'm trying to remember. Some companies have tried to combine all of your threads into one messages area. Um,
0: Well, I think Gmail with Gchat was really the equilibrium moment of like, Everything in the same place and pretty simple no, in context. No, but I'm
1: going back in time and I'm thinking to when I was a teenager and there was like this AOL client. Oh no, there was, there was a client called... Well, there called, was a whole AOL world, yeah. No, but there was also this client called Jabber that I used and you could and suck in... A trillion. Yeah. You could suck in like... But I think
0: all the other services started blocking that kind of usage. So oh, okay. you could have your, your Skype messages and your AIM messages and everything in one chat.
1: Yeah, you could suck everything into one place
0: yeah but obviously like twitter is it banned third-party clients at some point or sort of mm-hmm. uh, they have no interest in allowing third-party clients why would they want that yeah. you're not going to see ads in the third party
1: that's why google killed rss because you they can't place ads there right so now every every app has a messaging area and so we have like a thousand different versions of email basically yeah <laughs>
0: yeah but like um all of them are a limited version of email that's not archived and not searchable.
1: Now, maybe our listeners don't know this, but email is still considered the primary um, or the most effective marketing tool for software companies, um, has the highest conversion rate, um, and companies optimize <clears throat> all of their marketing uh, like primarily around two technologies, pay-per-click advertising and email. Um, And if you go to any tech
0: company... Yeah, even though Google and other services work hard to prioritize those lower, they're like uh, important mm -hmm. messages first and newsletters second.
1: Yeah, but there's like whole conferences you can go to about how to get around that or how to show up in the inbox and all of this stuff and... You're right. Like, there's. I'm looking at the promotions tab on my uh, on Gmail right now. It's like 50 unread messages, um, or 50 new ones from today or whatever. So I'm definitely not going to read those 50 promotional emails. That said, there's still. Do you
0: ever scan them? Like at the end of the day, like I said, something. Interesting? I used
1: to, but not anymore. Um, but I do know that, like, when we send something out, between like. Twenty and forty percent of people do open the message, um, which that's shocks amazing, me yeah. every time. Yeah. Uh, and and then like a percentage also read and click. You know that's quite high, like over ten. We, we can talk about artist newsletters and, and mailing lists. That's where I was going to go. Um, yeah, that was kind of my like sneaky little segue. But um, yeah, artist newsletters are a thing. I've been experimenting with it a bit, and every time I feel weird, and I've decided like point like after this last experience. I can't do the brand. Like, I want to do the branded one satirically, but I don't think people read it that way. And so now I think I should just go back to plain text because there are two types of artist email the crazy, like, HTML gone awry, like, aren't I fun? I'm a crazy, I'm a, I'm i I'm a fun artist. And then there's dirt like, Dirt style? Yeah, Dirt style. <laughs> then there's like the, the sincere plain text email, which is like a yeah. journal. And it's there's, almost like and a there's
0: dir- also the, the one thing I always found problematic is the invitation to a town where you're not. So it's like, hey, I have a show in Shanghai. I'm like, Good for you, but I'm not there.
1: <laughs> right, and I think that's because like you know, different people have different. Like my email newsletter, I don't push it very hard. I only have maybe a couple hundred people, maybe a little bit more, like maybe seven hundred people on it or something like that. It's not. I'm always not really even certain if I should be using it because compared to my social media, it's like so few people. How large do you have a newsletter? I I seem to recall you used to. I, uh,
0: my my idea was always in the newsletter to only send things that exist on the internet, so not to send invitations for a physical exhibition. Oh, but uh, because you can actually view the work then that (laughs) was my logic, right? Um, so whenever I had a new website, I would send it out that way, but I kind of stopped doing that. And every now and then I'll be like, Hey, there's a few new websites, uh, check them out, but it's plain text and it's
1: just. Three URLs, and that's it. Can I share what I, I think the most effective newsletter is? Yes, it's, please. Okay. Like, the ones I read are, and this is not what I do. And so I'm trying, like, I'm, it's like one of those things where you're jealous of the way other people do it, and you wish you could do it, but you're not sure how you could do it, and it could still be you. But I'm jealous of people that manage to send out these, like, journal emails about their life, <laughs> mm-hmm. and somehow fold Do you in, enjoy reading them? Yes. And they fold their yeah. accomplishments into a life story. And for me, this is the and this seems like a really old school format, like something, you know, your mom and dad would send you in 1997 as well. Like the kids are just graduating from high school and, you know, Jenny's off to college or whatever, like something like yeah. that. Right. Like um,
0: it, it, it's a, such a fine line where if you receive one of those messages where you get annoyed and it a spam or you it's wonderful and you enjoy reading it.
1: Well, like our friend, our mutual friend uh, Yancey Stickler, a former CEO of Kickstarter, has a like a like a journal like um, newsletter right now, right? That he sends out, and mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's about great. his it's about his struggles writing his new book, and I'm yeah. like, wow, like this, like why don't why is my newsletter why would my newsletter ever be announcements again? It should just be about all my struggles. Uh, it's like, such a fine line. Like it's the
0: same with selfies on, on social media. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, that's great. I really enjoy seeing that that person's having a good time.
1: And the other time, you're like, man, I don't want to see this, and you, you mute it. But I just think you made a good point when you said it's like, you know, I have a show in Shanghai. You know, no one cares. You're absolutely right. Probably no one does care. Well, but especially
0: a- if the call to action is to come and
1: visit, because <sighs> you're
0: not going to fly over there, right. and it's in two days. <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <yeah. laughs> But that seems to be more like almost like a press release or PR than yeah. it really is yeah, about yeah. connecting with people. And I guess what I'm saying is, I'm yearning for email to be uh, something that connects us again, not just a promotional platform. Because um, social media has yeah. become so promotional. I actually believe email has this special place, this like kind of authentic, one-to-one kind of even when it's a newsletter. Kind of warm, tiny little circle of friends thing. I don't want it to. I don't want to know it's a hundred thousand people on the list. I want it to feel like it's just for me. <laughs> that's, I think you just summarized the marketing. <laughs> I, it, <laughs> I know it's true. That's my pitch. on like, yeah. That's what great marketing. Can you marketing just make me like. feel special? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I like the, a really Whenever the
0: it. when the Jody send email, usually it's a very hard to read ascii glitch art style yeah, email yeah, yeah. with with some cues hidden somewhere there's like some content that
1: it pulls is, you in though I'll, I'll say that yeah i mean yeah. just so well, our they listeners have a know very
0: clear email style
1: jody are like sort of an, an original punk glitch artists uh and so their e- their email is always like intentionally impossible like glitched out and hard to read and their handle yeah. breaks your email client and stuff like that
0: yeah, I'm sure once it gets to money, they write really simple emails. If they're like purchasing a house or a, oh, yeah. a lease or something, then I think the ASCII stuff uh, fades away.
1: But I was, I've always heard Dirk and Joan are really difficult to deal with uh, when putting on a show. I, I mean, if you're listening... I know. But they're also very functional.
0: Like They own yeah. a nice home, and they have a car, yeah. and they have kids, yeah. and they go to school. So they, they are able to deal with practical things. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway. It's not like G.G. Allen or something. I don't know if there's much more to
1: talk about on email. How would
0: Gigi Allen's email? It would probably be all caps.
1: G.G. Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's a question though on on the on the like email newsletter front. Like, so HTML email got it to a certain point, but here's a, why. Like, the whole web has gone video. Why can't I watch a video in my email? <laughs> is, that a, is that a stupid do question? You, do you
0: know there there was that um, there was an app for a while called 3D Email. And it was a virtual <laughs> world. Sounds... And emails would arrive you would hang out by a pool and emails <laughs> would arrive as other people at the pool. You would talk to them <laughs> and spam would be you would throw this the spam into a pool of sharks, and it was a whole three. That's like a Microsoft Bob
1: kind of thing, though, like. Yeah, letters. but
0: it was it. It kind of looked like Second Life meets World of Warcraft or something.
1: They always try and do a social skeuomorphic thing. I'm just saying, like, like someone could send me a video, and I watch the video in my email client. I think in Gmail you can watch a YouTube do you, video.
0: Do you think that's a good idea?
1: No, I guess not. But I'm just, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like... If I,
0: I mean, I like video confer—video calls with people if it's mm. needed. Like what I was saying, if the email gets too complicated, it's like, oh, let's Skype. And well, then yeah. the video actually makes it better. You understand the person better.
1: The reason I ask is because like, a, a CEO was asking me to test this product out with my team, which allowed you to send short uh, updates as video messages instead of email um, to keep or or chat. Um, so the, it would and it would accumulate them into a like story like on Instagram or Facebook, or I guess it's kind
0: of contradictory to the 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 mantra now that text is the polite way of asking for someone's attention and calling is like a lot to ask. You have to announce it by text first.
1: Well, no, but it, what would what it did what it would do and I don't I didn't use this, and I was like why would I use this? but I've been thinking about it a lot recently, specifically after the Instagram TV announcement where it just like stacks all of these updates. So if you're like managing a team, you know, Jenny's like, hey, I'm on my way to the venue. And, like, John's like, okay, I'm here. Like, you know, uh, go to the back. And there's, like, two cases of beer. Bring it up to the front. Like, the, like it stacks all that as, like, one kind mm. of story throughout the day.
0: Yeah. That is interesting. That it is the, the Verge is this blog, and they post maybe 100 posts a day. It's way too much to follow. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the week, they do a podcast that it kind of summarize
1: the whole week. And, uh, it's yeah. a very
0: enjoyable way. So maybe that's what you're seeing. Like di- like instead of yeah. a lot of emails, you could just
1: summarize it. Well, it's also like email did this with the email digest. But yeah, like you could you could by packaging it all together it becomes like a single message that grows like an email thread. Um, it's not anyway. I I just thought like email uh, could have video. It Just hasn't thought about it conceptually. Yeah. I, mean, I remember a, a my my
0: uncle was very early on the internet, and he told me about the early days. Where where if you reply to an email, the, the previous email is at the bottom, right? The text. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the speed download speed was so low that you were supposed to cut that out so it, the message oh. wouldn't be so big. And it was wow. very impolite if you left the previous conversation in the message.
1: I mean, I still think it's sometimes impolite when I'm scanning on my phone, um, even though I know it's like, if it doesn't auto-hide it, if it doesn't figure it out, if something went wrong. Yeah. But here's one yeah. last thing, which is like... Um, uh, oh shoot! I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, keep going. I'm sorry I cut you off. Well,
0: uh, did, do you want to talk about Nettime or like the original NetArt mailing list that we were probably not even uh, aware of? At, at yeah, the time, you should. You should bring
1: that up. You should, that yeah. was
0: like a foundation of NetArt. Was the discussion around it and uh, the purists saying no, and a, a website can never be shown uh, on a wall. It should always be at home and. And then they would have a discussion of five years about that. But email list. I think that's what... Yeah. Net,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It was like an email list. Like, I'm looking at but, one... But in email list,
0: list specifically for NetArt and, and the, that community in the beginning, because there were yeah. no social networks.
1: But there are still these email lists. Like, uh, I'm looking right now at my inbox, and it's full of this... Uh, of net behavior, which I have read... I have not read in literally, like, three years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost... Like, nine times out of ten, it's Alan Sondheim uh, who responds. Like, I'm looking at my inbox and it's Alan Sondheim, Alan Sondheim, Alan Sondheim on the last Who is Alan Sondheim? I don't know. I don't know. Like there's just like certain personalities that would emerge out of these lists. And I think I just wanted to bring it up because in relationship to the, even internet art history, internet lists became almost this like pop art format where like certain people who were well known on the list, just like being well known on the forum would sort of emerge as like figures in the community. Um, and you get this passive awareness of them because your inbox has their name. It's like this little name of like you know popular yep. artists. There's this great... Yeah, cris- and, yeah.
0: and there was a lot of references to mail art, which is a whole...
1: Oh, yeah. I there mean, was
0: a thread of conceptual art where you would, instead of getting an invitation, you get a work of art in the mailbox, in your physical mailbox. And a lot of Flux's artists actually experimented with mail art. Um, it, it's one of those things in art where you start thinking logically like, okay, we send out invites, they go to people with a stamp, and only 10% of people come to the exhibition. So we should make the art happen in that envelope. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that makes a lot of sense, but I think if you look back, um, the limitations of that medium uh, are so strict that there's a lot that you can't do in an envelope.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was part of an uh, a, like a mail, email art uh, thing earlier this year where i made a a piece for this thing called bcc and then they have subscribers and people pay like three dollars a month or something like that and they get a unique work of art in their inbox um it just seems to like the original spirit of mail art though is kind of beautiful in a way which is that a stranger is delighted by or within a even within an artist network they're delighted by this experience that is one that was one to one and that transcended distance and time which was like a big and, thing. It, and it
0: was a way of uh, dealing with commodification like, yeah that's what I just mean that's send why out I, something in such large numbers that it'll never be valuable
1: yeah and also yeah that distributed experience like so as a you know some a flexus like that to me that idea is still beautiful I still love um, the idea of male art in that capacity yeah that. and
0: I, I feel like male art was uh, exact same logic as net Just Make make work in, that's distributed and accessible in the home. and.
1: Uh, but you're making a, a good point, um, or I'm about to make one on top of it, which is when you receive something in the real mail-mail today, um, it still feels really special, even when it's Amazon and you ordered it online. Yeah,
0: it's a gift. It's like, oh, I got a gift.
1: It's like opening a little present um, because... And I assume it's even, it feels even more exciting now because you're just not used to doing it like I yeah,
0: and it, it feels like spam is such a, a email thing now. you don't get that much spam physically, so the the odds that if you get something in the mailbox that it feels like a gift if you what I'm trying to say is if you send someone a digital gift, you think it's uh, yeah. a, a phishing, like you're going to download malware. yeah If someone says, "Hey, I made an app for you," that's the last thing. I remember in the early days of Hotmail, I got this email from someone and saying like, hey, I made this game. Could you test it? And I didn't know it was spam. So I was like, I'm sorry, I'm on a Mac. I tried to open your attachment, but it doesn't work. But uh, please let me know what experimental games you're making. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, I, I get so little, um, like, like fl- so few flyers in my mail at my home, like so, few, so, so little spam in the form of like physical stuff that I now read, like I'm excited even when I get... <laughs> <laughs> like, like a flyer or like a real estate agent's newsletter. I open each one. Uh, Let's not say this too loud
0: because maybe they'll start st- sending crap.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I mentioned that because we just started um, at FreshBooks sending out mail that way and getting a response, and I was like, "What? We shouldn't be getting a response. Who's reading this stuff?" But it's um, like it, it still exists.
0: But uh, I did read some statistics that the amount of junk physical junk meal is still so much that it's I can't remember it's like six pieces of unwanted meal per American every day. So that sounds, like,
1: yeah, that sounds like so little like I feel like yeah but email, I know but if you, if
0: you add it up, 330 million people.
1: Oh environmentally six, it's terrible yeah
0: time, times six so that's like is it 1.8 billion pieces of meal every day? I mean, that I people can't just yeah. don't read.
1: I can share uh, with you that in in modern times, you do very specific. There are companies that specialize in targeting really specifically, so that you don't. There's less waste, but you're right. Like, it's just, it's still disgusting. Um, yeah, I mean, y-
0: you care about uh, bringing your own bag to the grocery store, but then there's just a mechanism that's sending 1.8 pieces of physical meal every day that nobody cares about. Yeah, with, I like, mean, fake credit cards in an envelope that are non-recyclable. <laughs> Is it, yeah. That's really, yeah, if I yeah. would ever
1: run for president, that would be
0: <laughs> the first point on the agenda. Let's get a rid great, of unwanted uh, mail.
1: That's a great stump speech. All right. Yeah. So I think um, we're probably out of time. Should we get to, we have a yeah, field recording. Yeah, let's do it. We have an insulting yeah. field recording here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm excited. Why do, do you want me to read it or do you want to read it?
0: I forgot to paste in
1: the, the name. No, oh, you did. Um, yeah. Well, but, I'll get started the first half while you look for the name. Yeah. So, hi, Raphael and Jeremy. Another return field recording uh, person. Okay, so this is someone... uh, It's Linda Lowe, that's her name. So she's sent something in before, it sounds like, when she says return field. This time I'm on a boardwalk by the water in Stockholm near a ferry stop. The constant creaking of a moored boat's ramp forms the rhythm. But you can hear footsteps, people talking, hammering, water lapping, boats passing, and in the distance... And is a, is an amusement park with scary rides, so a bit of screaming. You want to read the second part? <laughs> <laughs> On another topic, can an
0: asylum seeker help center or similar charity get a dollar for every time Jeremy says the word "like"? You're a grown up now. You're a grown up now, Jeremy. Use your words.
1: And then there's a, a apparently like a like a, a crazy crooked looking... smiley <laughs> face with a with
0: a tongue sticking out. Yeah.
1: I I, am, I I appreciate the feedback, and I will do my best not to use word like. It's something that um, that I only do to endear my audience, to not intimidate well, it, them.
0: It's <laughs> that thing with Google Duplex that they introduced to sound human.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, you know, I was putting it on. It was really just an affectation. <laughs> it, it really
0: is because Jeremy's a robot, Denise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. Uh, no, yeah. we always appreciate feedback, uh, especially since Raphael for about, like, the last... I don't know. Hundred episodes has received at least, like at least one email a week, being like, "I get I get pet- death threats from uh, uh, for you just interrupting, litera- Jeremy." You just, yeah, you just interrupted me as I was trying to tell a story yeah. about how you. <laughs> anyway, it's because you're too slow. Yeah, I'm too slow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have noticed that. Yeah, I'm I speak slowly. It's something I have to work on as well. So fewer likes. Jeremy's gonna speak faster. <laughs> we we'll get this podcast done in 20 minutes. Boom, bada bing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no you're doing a good job sounding human
1: <laughs> anyway thanks for the field recording um, thank you very much we're looking for more field recordings if you're out there in the summertime enjoying the weather get out there uh, just pull your phone out and hit record it's super easy and now you can do it on your Mac with Mac Mojave they have the voice memos app built in um, uh, but yeah whatever whatever recording device you have put it up in the air listen uh, let and us send listen send it to by it. email yeah yeah send it by email oh yeah great we should put uh what is your email address i'm baliorama at gmail.com i'm new raphael at gmail.com great so you'll never forget uh, my embarrassing email and maybe you'll remember raphael new why is it new raphael i've always wondered about that Uh, because i'm new oh because you had another email address that was like the old raphael what was that one
0: (laughs) no it's because i'm new
1: oh okay 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 It's a good association, word association. Okay, let's listen to the okay. field recording. Thanks, everyone. Love you. Bye-bye. Happy Bye-bye. birthday to me. Bye. Happy Bye. birthday. <laughs>